Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. Free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636 778 3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. Back for another week with you. Wanting to talk a little bit, as we always do in our first segment, about what it means to be a warrior I give the definition every week. If you are a listener, thanks for tuning back in. If it's your first time, what a warrior is, is a brave or experienced soldier. And I think it's important to really distinguish the or in that statement, because a lot of people will tell you they're not a warrior. They're not a fighter. They're, you know, they're weak or, you know, they can't take something on. But the or insinuates that if you have experience of any type, that you are a warrior. So, If you find yourself in a position where you're taking on the hardest thing you've ever dealt with in your life, just remember that another time in your life, you actually took on and accomplished the hardest thing you'd ever dealt with as well, because if you hadn't, you wouldn't still be here. So if you were able to take that on, you can take this on and you just have to press in and be willing to do so. And we always kind of open up, uh, Deb and I kind of go back and forth between each other, what it means to be a warrior or someone that we've dealt with or a concept that we've dealt with uh, recently. So Deb, I'm going to throw it to you. What is something that you have dealt with lately and or had clients or just something on your heart that has to do with being a warrior this year? Uh, Well, I have a client that is younger um, and has been dealing with some fear when it comes to athletics for good reason, because they had a pretty decent injury. And I guess getting back into the swing of things has just been harder because mentally um, there's just like this block. And I think the block is just why well, I don't want to get hurt again. I, you know, sure. it's, it's all very reasonable. Um, and I, I guess, you know, the, this, this client's parent, you know, decided to bring, um, you know, them to me so that <clears throat> I could, you know, coach them and, and maybe sort of mentally guide them into a state where they would, you know, be able to overcome this fear. And I found myself just really being like almost me having to be a warrior in 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 the belief yeah. that she could overcome it. 
and that God would give me the wisdom to know what to say and, and how to coach and, and how to be able to lead because I very much understood why the fear was there. You know, it, it's very reasonable. So through the process of <clears throat> discussing all the, the different, you know, things and, and, and all the mindset stuff, you know, I just really started kind of evaluating, you know, like how did you land and okay, you hit your head and then this happened and then that happened and then when you go down, what happens and you feel kind of out of balance and you feel a little bit disoriented. And so she decided to go see a chiropractor I just asked if she had ever saw a chiropractor and she did. And really it made a big difference literally just after one visit. Right. Um, and I just was worried that maybe some of her cranial sacral bones had been um, misaligned from the, from the trauma of the injury. And when that happens, it's really easy to get dizzy and to lose your equilibrium. So then whenever you're going down on your hands and knees or whenever you're going looking down, you're going to actually feel like you're not stable or you don't really have a foundation, right? And so anyways, next visit, um, you know, things had gotten a little bit better, um, but I could still sense that there was you know, a decent amount of fear. But then the next visit after the chiropractor, after, you know, some of the working out and the different things, um, she was able to do a couple of different movements and did performed well at a competition and actually made some pretty significant shifts in the right direction and really just put her mind towards doing it and believing that she was able and just overcoming it to the point to where, she really stepped her game up and was really actually able to achieve. And that's from an athletic standpoint. You know, I mean, this is a real thing. She has spent her whole entire young adult life um, preparing for the, you know, the this this moment, you know, and being as good as she is now and being able to compete at the level she is now. And so you're at this age where if you start quitting stuff, then what does that do? How, who do you become because of that? You know, what, what happens? So I know the parents are just really trying their hardest to try to keep her as focused as possible. But I think in the case of her or anyone, um, God will give us the wisdom to know it's not always just our brain. It's not always just our mindset. Like there could really be just this one little missing piece of the puzzle or two pieces of pieces of the puzzle or building a team of people, you know, that could strengthen you. Like, I mean, most warriors could stand alone. And all the movies that we watch, you know, some of our favorite warriors that, you know, we watch, like um, in Braveheart, what is his name? William, William Wallace. Wallace, right. I mean, like, I mean, he probably could fight, you know, half of the army that they're against alone because that's just how mighty he is, right? But we don't have to, you know, you— her mom had the courage to say, I'm going to get more people involved in this situation. I'm not just going to accept the fact that you actually do have a legitimate reason to be in fear. You could shrink back. You could actually quit, which she had already quit a couple different components of the sport. And she just pressed into it for her daughter and said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to recruit some people. And I guess my message would be like part of Part of the of the theory or the concept of being a warrior is not actually feeling like it has to be done alone. I mean, um, I think if you watch like even the movie you just referenced, you you watch any of these, you know, cinema has a uh, 
tendency to over-exaggerate what a single person can do, but I think the concept is that you can be as mighty as the most mightiest of people are, but having a team around you just makes you that much better. Right. You know, I mean, you look at someone like William Wallace, but you look at the backing, like why he did what he did and who did it with him. Right. You know, the, the yeah, movie of Braveheart, the movie them. of Braveheart. And then you even look and in, you look into the reality of the actual past, which is different than the movie, but same concept. You know, um, you look at uh, superheroes, you know, you got individual movies with like the Hulk and Captain America and all these people. But then you have the Avengers that's who comes together to actually beat this mega bad guy, right? Like, it's not just about, I mean, these are literally superheroes, Mm -hmm. but they still come together to overcome something. So sometimes there's just benefit, no matter how mighty you are, to having other people on your team. So you have me working with her on nutrition, with mindset, with training. Then you have this chiropractor, um, you know, working with her on flexibility, mobility, cranial sacral, like, and then we're going to get a massage therapist that'll work soft tissue. You know, like there's now like this, this grouping of people that are all working towards breaking down the fear and right. building the courage to really face the fear and just press into it. Because you have a legitimate issue that's both physiological and psychological. And if right. you attack only one component, you're not going to overcome it. Because if you attack the psychological element, like, no, I'm stronger than this. I'm better than this. And you go out and you do it and you get dizzy and you eat dirt again. Right. Then you're like, no, I actually can't do this. Right. But if you attack only the physiological component and you start to work on the structure and make it better, you still haven't overcome the fear that it's going to happen to me again. Right. And so both of those perpetuate each other. Like you, you can't just take on one and not take on the other. And it's pretty hard to take on those two things alone. Right. It is. I mean, I just feel like, you know, the Bible says not to forsake yourself from gathering, right? Like, that's why we're supposed to go to church. You know, um, that's the whole point of it. It's just being a, around uh, other believers. That's why I love integrity, because when people come into the facility, it's full of life. It's full of light. It's full of people that have accomplished what other people need to accomplish. And and it's just it's just full of encouragement, right? So being in the facility changes that. Building a team of like-minded individuals. As a professional, I have never been the type of person that said, it's my way or the highway. I'm the only one you should work with. I don't want to share, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm always willing to work with a chiropractor, work with a physical therapist, work with um, a doctor, whoever, however many people we need uh, to, to make this thing happen, let's do this. And I just think that that's really how... We've, that's the perspective we've always had at Integrity. We have clients that have worked with three different trainers at one time because the three trainers have three different specializations. And that athlete or that client or whatever the circumstances, the one with the imbalance, they actually needed that and we provided that for them. Yeah. So we just want you to understand that you know, if you're trying to handle things on your own, just completely alone and you're struggling, you know, let's build you a team, and one component of your team could be Integrity Training Systems. Uh, for more information on a six-month nutrition program with uh, with myself at Integrity, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com. Or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, you can call us at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free, nutrient-dense baked goods delivered to your doorstep from my personal bakery, 
you can take a look at sophiesbakery.com and my favorite farmer, fedfromthefarm.com, 100% grass-finished beef. She is a Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. We just wrapped up telling you what it means to be a warrior, talking a little bit about a client that Debbie is dealing with that um, that their struggle is overcoming a legitimate physiological injury while dealing with the psychology of fear of dealing with it again. And something that we deal with a lot in what we do for a living, um, being nutrition, and personal training, you know, health and wellness is people not realizing that they deserve and are capable of having a better life. It's kind of funny because when you talk about a fitness center or a gym or a personal training studio, like these are all words that could be used to describe what we own. But other words that can be used to describe what we own is like health help center, wellness center, uh, life turnaround center, because it's more than just training your body and and telling you exactly what to put into your system for energy and fuel. And it's actually about giving you your life back. You know, anybody that's listened to us for any length of time knows my story and, you know, the condensed version, because the the full version would take the rest of the show is that I had a heart attack. I was in a really dark place. I was eating bad food. I was an alcoholic. I had all of these things going on. And I had convinced myself that the way I felt was due to age. You know, like, well, this is just what it feels like to get older. People have always told me as you get older, you feel worse and you work a stressful job. You're in law enforcement. So, you know, the reason you don't feel good is because you're not supposed to. And I remember after I started working with Debbie on nutrition and and started trying to lose my weight in the in the first week I got off of a lot of the substances that I was addicted to and dealing with and I had a moment and this is a pretty like well-known moment for if you know me but I walked out on my porch to go back to work because I had had to take time off due to being so sick detoxing the stuff that I was ingesting and I looked up and I said wow that's a pretty cloud and I had this moment where I acknowledged that I can't even tell you the last time I looked at a cloud and I can tell you for sure I had never called one pretty. And it was like this, this time where I'm like, holy cow, like I don't even know who I am right now. But what had happened is I had become so beat down by life that I had accepted that that's what I was supposed to feel like. And we get clients, they come in, they start feeling better. They're like, wow, I didn't know that this is what I was supposed to feel like. And one example a long time ago is, um, you know, you, you, you want to get to a place where you chase how you feel because it can alter how you look and it can alter how you live the rest of your life. And, and Debbie had a client that she worked with that came to her for a lot of health issues and to lose weight. And, um, 
she put her on a ketogenic diet. Now, if you know anything about Debbie, there's a billion different ways to eat. She mentioned this in the first segment. Everybody's different in what works for them. But for this lady's health issues, she actually put her into a state of ketosis. And this lady did so well. She lost so much weight. She felt so good. She looked so fantastic that she decided to compete in a bodybuilding competition. Long-windedly, this was 15, 20 years ago, someone who is a big-named person online, millions of followers uh, at that time, tore Debbie apart for putting a bodybuilder on a ketogenic diet. Well, she was fasting. I was fasting with her because... And intermittent fasting. Yeah, because she had um, uh, parasites and uh, she thought she had sugar addiction, but what she actually had was parasites. Right. And so, so we were starving the parasites with the ketogenic yes. diet. And then we did some fasting because her immune system had had just depleted and it was basically at, attacking her. Yes. She was basically attacking herself. Yes. So we just fasted short term just to basically keep her body from attacking itself, right. just to take a break from food. Yeah. You know. So this multi-million follower guy gets on there and says, you know. This is idiotic. You can't do this with a bodybuilder. This is stupid. Like it doesn't make Fasting sense at all. In general, that Fasting I was starving, in general is dumb. Her. You're starving yeah. your person. And so what's interesting about that is 15 years later, the same person with these millions of followers that has even more millions of followers now just did a podcast where he talked about having his current bodybuilders fast and with do Joe ke- Rogan with yeah. Joe Rogan fast right. and do ketogenic diets because he's found that's the optimal way to train bodybuilders like way to be 15 years behind what sorry was hilarious I get a little fired that, up about that what was but- hilarious is someone actually commented it this was just on YouTube I know it's on tons of platforms underneath there and said something like this is what that crazy Debbie Portel would do yeah what would it or something like that yeah 20, 15, 15, 20 20 years years later. later. Here's Um, the point of the story. It's not to bring up. I actually thought it was pretty exciting, though, because I thought life had come full circle. And that's the thing is I'm not trying to bring up something where it's like Debbie's right and someone's not. Debbie's perspective is the more people that do things appropriately, the more people can feel well. The point of the story is the wellness was the idea. Right. We were chasing the wellness. And then the stage became the presentation of the wellness. So if you're someone who only looks at the stage, if you're someone who only looks at how other people feel or how other people look, you're missing the whole point. Like you deserve to feel well. And if you train yourself and you feed yourself and you work to be well, the rest of that life becomes your stage will follow you. Right. Absolutely. And that that was the problem with her is um, she wasn't okay. I mean, there was was an obvious health issue going on and no one had really gotten to the bottom of it. I mean, she'd gone from doctor to doctor to doctor and they put her on every antidepressant, everything you could think of to keep her from being sugar addicted. But at the end of the day, nobody checked her stool. Nobody figured out that she had parasites, you know, and and it and. It, it it's just sad, you know. And then, unfortunately, she basically was going to end up with an autoimmune disease because the immune system had just become so beat down, and and really, it was completely attacking her. So it was it was a pretty scary situation. But fasting, you know, really just healed the body and gave it a chance to actually take a break. Now, fasting isn't always appropriate. There's times when it doesn't make sense. It could actually deplete someone. In her case, it was actually healing. And then the ketogenic diet just starved it or it could starve bacteria if you had, uh, you know, an overgrowth of bacteria in your gut or an overgrowth of yeast in your gut. It could starve it. Now, do you necessarily have to be in ketosis for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. 
But I mean, there are cases where that's beneficial. Like if you had epilepsy, I mean, there there are a lot of cases. But when it goes, when it comes to the bodybuilding community, that's actually like with last segment I was talking about. People are like my way highway. Like I'm the only one that knows how to do nutrition. Right. You got to follow my macro profile. You got to do this. I've just never been that person. I've felt like we could all, there's plenty of clients for all of us. I feel like we could all help each other. And I, in fact, got out of working with bodybuilders yes. for that very reason. Cause right. I just simply don't want to do that for a living. I want to help people get well. And the bodybuilders that I still work with are some of the healthiest looking individuals you will ever see. They stay conditioned all year round, and I have helped them to achieve that type of lifestyle. And that's what it's all about. That's what we do. That's why I do what I do. If you're not chasing after feeling great, if you're not chasing after the health, you will actually never maintain the physical physique changes that you get. It'll always be this short-term thing. You'll be hopping from goal to goal to goal. When you're chasing after health and you truly find a way to achieve optimal health, it becomes a lifestyle. It becomes a lifelong commitment. And and yes, you'll have some hurdles, but you'll end up feeling great. For more information on what we do at Integrity Training Systems with nutrition and training, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. For nutrient-dense, gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your door, take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. And for 100% grass-finished meat, take a look at FedFromTheFarm.com. Welcome back, everybody. John and Debbie Morris with Integrity Training Systems on Real Talk 93.3. Spent our last segment talking to you about the fact that you deserve to feel better. And um, I kind of wanted to add on the back of that, that your perception is reality. So I was in law enforcement for, I think I've been saying this, like we've been talking about like dates and times and my concept of time is so bad. I think it was actually seven and a half years I'm starting to figure this out. I keep saying almost a decade, and then at one point I was saying five years, but seven and a half years. Anyway, regardless, it's just kind of funny how quick time goes. But what I specialized in was two things. I specialized in combatics, and I specialized in psychology. And the psychology portion was to be able to do interviews. And something that is interesting is perceptive reality. And what that means is you will actually believe what you think you perceive, And so this is why everybody's heard the old adage, like there's two sides to every story. And then you say there's three sides to every story. The reason that that is actually accurate is because one person has their perceptive reality. The other has their perceptive reality. And in the middle is what actually occurred. And so the reason I'm bringing this up right now, like, John, why are we talking about perceptive reality? Is if you are telling yourself how bad your day is, you're right. If you're telling yourself how bad you feel, you're right. And I had this Instagram post that popped up recently. I shared it with my team. We have a group message, and I don't spend a lot of time on social media. What I do spend on social media is kind of to try to unwind, to not want to, like, be angry at the world. So I watch, like, dog videos and baby videos, you know, funny stuff. But this girl pops up, and she says, what are you telling yourself every day? She's like, Because what you tell yourself can be true, but not be the truth you should be telling yourself. She said, if you wake up and your knee hurts, but your shoulder doesn't, 
Are you thinking about the fact that your knee hurts or are you thankful for the fact that your shoulder doesn't? Because if you're only telling yourself about the stuff that hurts and you're only picking out the stuff that's bad, our brain is designed to protect us and to believe the things that we're putting before it. So if your belief is all negativity, you will cherry pick the negativity out of the day and that's what you'll believe your day was. But it works both ways. If you pay attention to the positivity and something positive is in front of you and you continue to be thankful for what's in front of you and you continue to point out and pull out the positives, your brain subconsciously will actually cherry pick the positivity for you. And so this is where you get into that conversation of like you get to choose how your day goes, right? Now, listen, there are bad days, (laughs) You know, stuff happens. Things go sideways. I'm not expecting you to like be Mr. Rogers when your home's burning down behind you. Like, I'm so thankful I wasn't in there. Well, there goes your house. Okay. So it's like bad stuff happens, but like take a take a moment to really think about like what can I be thankful for? I have a I have beaten my body to a pulp. And yeah, my back sitting here right now talking to you is hurting, but guess what? I'm not at risk of a heart attack anymore. I don't have a hundred pounds to lose ever again. I can walk. I have the energy to be here on a show. Like there's so many things that I have going for me because I've continued to press into what I need to do. And the you, point you're not depressed. All no, the time. I mean, no, I'm not so low suicide, that I want to end my life. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's like, so when I'm like having a bad day and I'm pouty, I'm like, but at least you want to be here. Right. You know? And so the point of saying all of this is I want to let you know that if you are in a position where you are only taking on the negative, like I'm overweight, I'm not attractive, I feel like garbage, I'm always tired, my whole body hurts, I guess I'm just getting old. When you're 25, that's how old I was when I started telling myself I was just getting old, 25, 55, I don't care how old you are, if you're telling yourself that you're going to believe it, you're going to make it true, quit saying it. It, You can start over. That's what I want to get across this segment. That's what I want to talk about, Deb, is that you can start over. New Year, new me, New Year's resolution, we're in January now. If you haven't started over yet, I guess you have to wait until January 1st of 2025. You missed it. You missed the window. Like, okay, I'm obviously joking. You start right now, like the next meal you ingest. The next time you think that you don't want to work out, think that you get or you can work out. Yeah, but I can't do an hour. I used to be a collegiate football player. Like, who cares? Walk up and down your hallway two extra laps because that's what you can do right now. It's like you have to start taking the steps toward being the person that you want to become doing the things that you want to do and acknowledging that you're capable of doing those. And I want to get into a post that you made, Deb. I want to hand this segment over to you a little bit here. You talked about, are you setting yourself up for failure? Is your only measure of success how close to perfect you are? And then you said, it is not about perfection. It's about peace. And that's a new one for me. I've never heard you say that. I've always said it's it's not about perfection, it's about persistence. But I want you to go in a little bit about this measuring success only by perfection and how it's not about perfection, it's about peace. Talk to us about that. Well, I think you just have to be, well, it's kind of like the client I talked about in the first segment, the faith over fear. You know, um, she has to be at peace, first of all, with where she is right now. Um, she had an injury. Okay. So you didn't you didn't make it it wasn't so bad that you can't function. So be at peace with where you're at and let's just start driving further and just keep trying to improve. But you have to be at peace with your life and you have to enjoy the process as well. 
we get so fixated on I have to lose 100 pounds, so fixated on I have to look like a bodybuilder, so fixated on I have to overcome this injury, that through the process, if anything even remotely gets thrown off or it is less than perfect, you basically feel like a failure. You have regret, you have shame, and you're you're no longer... well, I guess looking at the positive anymore, right? Like you're only looking at the negative. You're only waking up and thinking about how you failed or how you didn't get all the details in. There, Every day is a new opportunity to start over. Every single day is a new opportunity to start over. Uh, when it comes to relationships, okay, you have hurts. Maybe someone has done something that's pretty significant in the past you're, you're carrying that hurt into the next day, but God didn't call us to do that. Like he's so clear in the Bible about the fact that we have to repent, we have to forgive, and then we have to lend it over to God and we have to let him take it over. Imagine how our relationships would actually be with our spouse, with our kids, with our friends, with our coworkers, if we actually did that. Like if we actually said, right. nope, tomorrow's a new day. God raised the board He cleared it off. It's no longer in my short-term memory. So I'm going to wake up and walk in love with every person I encounter, and I'm not going to harbor any resentment towards anyone. Well, guess what? You probably won't end up eating more chocolate that day because you're so stressed and you're so depressed and you're so angry and you're so unhappy. You probably won't stop over for candy. You probably won't end up eating cake later in the day because a lot of people eat for that very reason. And I think if we can just kind of get to a point to where we recognize we're going to drive hard, we're going to work hard, we're going to have goals, we're going to have aspirations, we're going to really challenge ourselves to remain healthy and stay healthy. But at the same time, we're also going to find peace in knowing that God is with us every step of the way. He has a plan for us. All of this is part of the call and purpose he has on our life. And we are honoring him with the choices that we make for our body. So if we had a bad night and we didn't do a very good job of taking care of ourselves, and we ended up drinking too much, we ended up eating too much, we ended up getting in an argument with someone, you know what? The very next day, you can start over. Right. You can start over. There's that really cool Christian song that's almost like a rap song where the guy's like, um, you can start over. Remember that one we would always oh, listen yeah. to? Yeah, I forgot, we're going to have to pull up the, the words to that for the next yeah. segment because there, there's a part of that that is so good. Um, but it, I like that song, and I've actually listened to that song, and I've actually forwarded that song to several clients. He carried the cross on his shoulders so you could start over. Yeah. But the, 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 the problem is, is we don't. We don't start over. Yeah, I, I have an example of that. I had a client. She lost, I think it was 173 pounds. It was right under 175. And she weighed like 125 at that point. So she had actually lost like That's almost 1.5 times her current body weight. That's awesome. And she came in one day and she was extremely upset. And so I was like, you know, what's going on? And she was really down. She wouldn't make eye contact. And I'm like, what's the deal? Like, what do we, I like, just stop, stop what you're doing right now. Like what, what's the problem? Well, I had a friend that came over this weekend and she brought a Oreo, a pack of Oreos and we were all hanging out. And, um, I decided I was going to have one Oreo. So I did. And I was okay with that. But when she left, she forgot the pack at my house and I'm like, okay. And she's like, I ate the entire thing. 
And she's like, I just don't understand why I'm so weak. I don't understand like why I haven't figured this out yet. Like, I don't know what my problem is. And I'm like, um, your problems that Oreos are delicious. Like I, like, what do you mean? You don't, what do no you mean? No one's ever ate one Oreo. What do you mean? What's your problem? They're not even set up well, for to I, eat one. I, 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 I should mean. be able to, I should be able to do this and, and not, you know, uh, be tempted with that kind of thing. I should have been able to throw it in the trash can. Like, oh, so should, should you? a heroin addict should, then, I should, guess? Should you or, I mean, it's can cocaine. You, can you explain to me how you should have been able to do that so that I can implement it as well? Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's no Oreos in my pantry. And do you know why? Because I would eat them. Yeah. You know, the, the, it's not the weakness. The whole package. It's not weakness to admit that you ate the Oreos that are in front of you. It's, in fact, strength to admit that you're not going to let them be in, in your home. Right. You know, so you have to focus on the fact that, A, you didn't fail because, like, you're going to feel probably like crap today and you may have gone up a little bit in weight, but tomorrow that weight's gone because it's just inflammation and you're going to feel okay. So, like, you didn't actually fail. You just stumbled over something that was put in front of you and it's, it's like, okay, I'm not going to let that happen yeah. again. You know, but. How do you handle it next time? Think about the success that had been achieved to look at that as failure. You've lost more than 1.5 times your current body weight and weight by being exactly where you should be. And you're going to see that as failure. I mean, the like, failure would be if you did it again the next day, right, the next day, right. the next day, the but next even, day. But even, even then, that, you can still start from, over. You, know, and you can still start over. That's the whole thing is that's why I always tell people it's not about perfection. It's about persistence. Because when you slip like that, you just get back into what you know you're supposed to be persistently doing. Like, this is what I did to get here. That's not going to serve that. So I'm going to step back and do this again. And I also believe you need to implement multiple forms of tracking. I was thinking about this. I was talking to a client of mine, and we were kind of like just working through how long. This is where the conversation about how long I was in law enforcement came up. We were talking about how long I'd been in training and gym ownership. And this month, sometime next week, I will break 24,000 hours of one-on-one personal training that I've done. And what we talked about is what I've learned in that time frame. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this in the next segment because we're getting ready to wrap up here. But I want to talk about how how to gauge success, how to not get hung up on one measurement of success. But this is what we do. I mean, this is what we do for a living. This is what Integrity Training Systems does. If you're interested in working with us, doing a one-on-one nutrition program with Debbie, you can give her a call at 636-299-2208. Or if you're interested in getting a personal session with us to actually go through the assessment, you can check us out at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com as well. And if you would like some gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods from my personal bakery delivered to your doorstep, you can take a look at Sophie'sBakery.com. And for 100% grass-finished beef from my favorite farmer delivered to your door, you can take a look at FedFromTheFarm.com. back everybody john and debbie morris with integrity training systems on real talk 93.3 we ended the last segment with me kind of telling you i was going to come back 
talking about measuring success with what we do with health and wellness and fitness and weight. You know, a lot of people think, especially when they think their goal is weight loss, that the only scale is the scale. You know, so it's like, well, I know I want to lose weight or I know I want to gain muscle or I know that, you know, I want to change my body. So I'm going to weigh myself. Now, listen, if you're wanting to put on muscle, I ask you why. Is it because you want to look better? Is it because you're wanting to be stronger? Is it because you're wanting to be muscularly bigger? If you're wanting to lose weight, why? Is it because you want the number to actually be lower? Is it because you want to look better in your clothes? Is it because you want to be more mobile? Because most times, if we really ask ourselves what we want, it's not the number to be smaller. Like, it's not like I want to lose weight because I want my weight number smaller. It's because we don't like the way we look. We don't like the way we feel. We don't like how strong we are. So I challenge people. Yes. So I mentioned that I've trained as much as I've trained to say that in that time, what I've realized is people forget what they're actually trying to accomplish and they also for sure forget what they already have. Right. So I've started or having my clients up to that point. Yeah. Right. I've started having my clients as a whole say, what are we actually looking to accomplish here? And then let's track it. Okay, we won't wait. We're going to take measurements around the arms, the thighs, the hips, the belly button. You know, we're going to take pictures in clothes. You're going to have your spouse or someone else take pictures of you out of clothes, maybe in a bathing suit, in the exact same spot, the exact same suit on a wall because Sometimes the way we look in clothes can change, but the way we look out of clothes doesn't and vice versa. So what we're doing is we're setting ourselves up to have enough scales that like we talked about in the second segment, if we have one that we see that's negative, but we've got four that we see that are positives, that should be a win, right? And so track more than just what the scale tells you, because I'm going to tell you right now, if you actually weigh inflammation or you weigh body fat, the amount of space that takes up ratio wise to weight is astounding. Like you might only lose half a pound, but hold a half a pound of fat in your hands. That is a lot of size. So if you're only like, oh, I'm only down 0.4 pounds. But if you've got two inches off your waistline, like that's a huge win. You know, so make sure that you're actually giving yourself the chance to experience and acknowledge your success. If you come because you don't feel well, journal not feeling well. I've got a client. She's been with me for 10 years. She's trained with me twice a week for 10 years. And she just recently sent us a picture because she's been feeling kind of down. She's got some health issues she's dealing with. She's like, I'm just kind of backpedaling about, you know, the the same thing we all do. But she sent a picture and she's like, I checked myself. Here's a picture of me even a year ago. Here's me now. And it's it's astounding. It's amazing. And she's like, I actually do feel well. Yeah, this health thing's attacking me, but I don't deal with X, Y, Z anymore. Journal it. Journal how bad you feel now so that in a month or two months or six months, you can go back and look at that and be like, I don't actually feel like that. Yeah, That's success. And what I want to talk about is I should have got that in our last segment, this final segment. We've only got a few minutes left here. I want to talk about not letting other people steal that from you. Don't get your health and joy stolen from someone else. We talked about that person who you know, judged Debbie earlier on. And I know for me, like, that's hard for me. I'm like, oh, you know, I want to go after somebody. But that can actually be detrimental to your health. You get hung up on how you're going to respond and the maliciousness. And it's like, what's the point? They don't actually care. If they cared, they wouldn't have made the comment. You know, if someone's going out and talking about you behind your back, they don't actually care what you have to say. Otherwise, they would have come to you. So if you're putting any energy towards that and you're losing sleep over it or you're getting anxious over it, you're actually stabbing yourself instead of getting revenge on them. And Debbie, you made a quote recently. You posted something like, I'm sorry I had to put this on Facebook. 
And it says, to he- to everyone who watches my life and gossips, don't give up. Season two is about to start. <laughs> and that's so good because if people are behind your back whispering or even if they say it to your face like, oh, come on, you can't have one drink. Oh, come on. You can't have one slice of pizza. You're you. I remember when you used to be fun. I remember when you used to actually care about us. I remember when you used to actually ha- want to hang out with us. If someone's projecting that on you and trying to make you feel bad, it's because they feel bad. That's not on you. So don't take that on. Don't let your success be hampered by somebody else saying that you are doing it wrong. When you've surrounded yourself with a team of like-minded individuals, like the Bible says, yes, I think he's referencing Christianity, but I also think he's referencing people who are actually just trying to be well, for example. You're not going to try to be well in a bar. You're not going to try to be well in a room where everybody's doing heroin. Like you're going to try to be well with people that are trying to be well. And so if you've got friends and even family, which unfortunately is who it usually is, Mm -hmm. that are telling you that you're doing it wrong, you're working too hard. Are you sure you should lose that much weight? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Don't let that voice rob you of your health and joy. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's just... um Maybe those are not your people. <laughs> you know, like sometimes, like I like that one quote where it's talking about the conductor. Like sometimes you have to turn your back to the crowd to really be able to lead right. or to really be able to do what you need to do. Um, but I can remember times in my life, you know, I'm, I'm 49 years old and and I feel like sometimes the amount of life I've lived that I'm like 89 years old, um, not because I'm no, I don't feel healthy, but just because I just feel like I've gone through a lot of life in a young amount of age. But you know, I have learned who my people were and who who and I I have a very small group of people. Yeah, surprise. I don't have a big group of people. Right. Um, I have people that have worked with me, worked for me for years, and I thought that they were the people that actually supported me and liked me the most. And I found out that they actually were talking about me the whole entire time. But I'm still nice to them. I I, I still let them come in my gym. You know, I'm not there for them. I'm not there for me. I'm there for the Lord, you know, and if that's really what you're rooted in and if that's truly what your 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 sole purpose is, truly to serve God, okay, and, and his mighty call and purpose, I will tell you a lot of the stress, a lot of the anxiety, a lot of the looping on what people have done for you, it just goes away because it's like so irrelevant. It doesn't even matter anymore. Because you have to get back on the horse and get to the next destination so that you can accomplish what you need to accomplish for the kingdom. And there are souls at risk if you don't actually do your job. Now, I don't run a a church. I run a ministry, though, and it is a health ministry. And we do save and change lives with what we do. But we do all of it, and we give God all the glory for it, right? We honor God in all that we do. So if someone's talking about me and I truly know that I was serving him and I had wisdom from him and that I was speaking out of that and I wasn't out of turn and I I was remaining humble and it wasn't all to please me or to build me or to promote me or to or to make it about me, 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 then I don't have to sit back and worry about what they were saying about me because right. I know the next person that he wants me to help is about ready to walk in those doors and the ones that he needed to get out, they're getting out. 
right. or getting I mean, out there's, the door. There's seasons of life. And, and that I same mean, thing's going to happen to whoever's listening. Correct. Whatever part you're living, wherever you're at, whatever, yeah. if this is with your family, with your coworkers, with your friends, whatever it is, if you don't have faith first, I pray that you get it because it saves a lot of the stress and anxiety, but get rooted in the word and get rooted on his purpose. And a lot of the stuff just falls off. I mean, I've probably got five friends left from being a police officer, which like I said, I did for almost eight years, seven and a half years. And, you know, I hung out with 50, 60 different people, you know, but it's like those people shake loose. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm talking people I even spent five days a week with. Mm -hmm. It shakes loose. And sometimes we try to hold on to that. And by holding on to it, we're we're actually we're hurting ourselves. It doesn't even mean those are bad people. Right. It just means you might be moving into a different season of your life. I want to say this real quick. This is that song you were talking about, Deb. It's an artist named Flame, and it's featuring a guy named NF, and it's called Start Over. And the it says, everybody's got a blank page, a story that they're writing today, a wall that they're climbing. You can carry the past on your shoulders, or you could start over. No matter what you've gone through, Jesus, he gave it all to save you. He carried the cross on his shoulders so that you could start over. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Makes me want to cry. Because honestly, at the end of the day, it's why we do this show. It's why we work so hard to keep our doors open. It's why we help every single person that walks in the door. Truly because of what that song just says, people are carrying such heavy burdens. And at the end of the health message, at the end of the exercise message, the other message that we have is that true peace, true saving grace in your life can only come from Jesus Christ. So if you learn anything from today, I pray that you learn that. And for more information on what we personally do at Integrity, take a look at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or give us a call at 636-299-2208. For gluten-free, dairy-free baked goods delivered to your doorstep, take a look at sophiesbakery.com. And for 100% grass-finished beef from my favorite farmer, fedfromthefarm.com, pray blessing on you. Whoever listened to this today, we pray this is a seed of hope and change for your life. God bless you. Everybody's got a blank page, a story they're writing today, a wall that they're climbing. You can carry the past on your shoulders. You can start over regrets. No matter what you've gone through, Jesus, he gave it all to save you. He carried the cross on his shoulders. So you can start over